Welcome to David Speaks, a channel for helping you grow and learn and become stronger as a person. A channel for helping you become silent and calm and intelligent and be a better human. Hello everyone, this is uh, <clears throat> David Speaks, and this episode is going to be um, talking about a whole list of things. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to call it, but it's going to be something that's going to hopefully help you with dealing with others in, in a mindful way. Um... So, today, today I've been thinking about judgments, and particularly judgments that you have on others, and how that leads to less, or how that leads to um, a sort of blind, it blinds you to what's actually happening to them. And um, I'm going to give you some examples later, but, uh, you know, this is the kind of thing that happens. And so it's really important to be aware what your judgments are doing and be aware of how to calm yourself down when those judgments are um, connected to emotion, if they're making you angry, because... What, what you're doing is a purposely or un, um, uh, not purposely it's usually unconscious but is um, not seeing the motive of the person not seeing the person for the person itself and this is what is also called attachment or in this case resistance which often relates to the same thing You're resisting what this person is doing because you're attached to something that's opposite. Like, for instance, if you're um, getting judgmental because somebody is getting mad for some reason, you, your your attachment is to peace. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being attached to peace. It's, it's more about realizing that the only way to have peace is not to have emotional responses to judgments and to realize what they are and and try and understand the person without these judgments without your your particular idea of what they're actually saying and uh, and for that to happen you have to uh, activate the great neutralizer within yourself, and the great neutralizer is what I call peace. Peace is the great neutralizer. I may make an, a meditation about this later. I've talked about this a little bit uh, in an episode. I think it did call it 
something like that, but I don't remember for sure, but yeah. Uh, so, here's what to do instead when this happens. Try and see as much as you can, as much as possible. You know, you don't have to ask the person necessarily, but try and see if you can figure out. Not necessarily by speculation, but uh, consciously figure out what their motives might be for what they're doing. That's making you mad. Maybe it's maybe they're mad not because of you, but because they're you know have to do something they don't necessarily want to do, and they're they're getting annoyed. And, and whatnot. So you have to find their motive. Because what the mind does is it judges and then it kind of like um that judgment it has an emotional. Oh, uh, what I'm looking for. A sort of emotional tag end, to where when you judge, then you get angry. Usually, or you get annoyed, or whatever. And it it leads you to ignore the. Uh, the truth and it leads you to ignorance and it leads you to have that one pillar you know I was talking about yesterday how there's only most people have only one pillar in politics uh, same is true for most things and so they only have one pillar holding up themselves holding up their um, idea of what's happening and this pillar is often unstable because it's not necessarily based on reality. It's not grounded within peace and detachment. And so my goal, especially over the last couple of months, is, uh, last couple of weeks, I just, is to have this peace and detachment. And uh, because I, I realize the the purpose, the uh, usefulness of doing this. I might make an in-depth uh, episode about that to help you uh, see the benefits of it as well. And, uh, you know, the same thing with silence. I've been doing that for, the couple, for about a, almost a week. For, um, you know... By doing that, uh, using the silent gaps between thoughts and words to get you to uh, silence your mind a little bit. And this is something that can be done anywhere, even when you're talking to someone. You can create silence in between the thought and the words. And that also helps.
because it allows you to separate or to disconnect from your thoughts or the programming that runs your mind. Because really what's happening is that there's a program that's running your mind. And the program is, you know, it depends on the person and it depends on what's you know happening and whatnot, but it's based on the ego's understanding of things and and what it wants and its motivations and what it thinks it, it, it can you do to get what it wants and and things like this, and that will play a role in this this programming, a very big role versus true detachment and you know the power of peace is that where you can now realize that this programming that's running is only an interpretation it's only based on interpretations but you have to sit there and you have to question the programmer you have to question what it tells you you have to question its assumptions about life and particularly that means the judgments. You have to question the judgment and figure out where the judgment is coming from. Question that. And you don't really question that by going, okay, what does this mean? And then trying to figure out, by trying to speculate what that means. and or Is this actually true? And then speculate about that. But, but actually question, question it by realizing that it's an interpretation. Is this an inter- interpretation? And 99% of the time it is. And if it's a concept, it's pretty much going to be interp- an interpretation of reality. Of what is. For the most part. Unless it's coming, for the most part, from a state of consciousness. And even then, it's still a concept, and so it's still going to be uh, a bit interpretive. But you know, the more consciousness there is in that um, interpretation, the more accurate it's going to be. The more based on reality it's going to necessarily be. And so... This is what you can do. The mind is prone to uh, be... The, the mind is quick to judge. It's very easy to judge. And it's very hard and it's very uh, difficult, counterintuitive... To question that judgment. And to look, try and actually see, look at... Based on what this person is doing, rather than what you what you think the person is doing, what their motivations actually are, and to ignore what you think is right and wrong, because that's not what's important here. It's important to you, but it's not important to this person. It's more important to realize what this, the person's motivations are 
and their under the reason for you know whatever it is because one can only work in this in the current state of consciousness in the current understandings that they have um, because in the current motivations they have as well because life is only in the present and the programming is taking these past events and understandings and whatever that it has and it's making it these decisions in the present based on these past things which makes it really hard to actually see their their actually see what's you know necessary and what's needed in these situations and you know you may not want to do this and that's fine that's perfectly fine I, I understand but if you if you want peace you might you might want to start First, want to start like figuring out how to calm yourself down in seconds. I've talked about that a couple of times. You know, there's some videos you can watch about that and, and whatnot. Um, but then you have to question your your judgments once you've reached a point where. You, you become detached enough and you, you've actually increased your understandings enough to where you can actually see things and at least uh, properly enough to go multi-perspectival and eventually no perspectival um, you know I've kind of reached a point for the most part where I can see my mind come up with a judgment and instead of listening to that judgment, I, I basically ignore it and say, what what is, what is actually happening? What is there, what is there actually mo- actual motivation for them doing this? And uh, and the problem is they don't necessarily always know themselves directly. They have like an idea like this is wrong and this is bad and this is something we need to do and and, and it's more. Uh, complex and it's more uh, it's more it's a little bit different than, than what we usually think it is but it is it is similar but you have to baseline it you have to go structural because it's, it's a super it's really a superpower once you start realizing things in a structural manner and you get rid of the the content of this is wrong. This is bad. This is this is why. This this is why not. And our motives are necessary and whatever. You can see the implications of these motives and these motives in the future, and you can almost predict the future. Like I could I could predict that. A couple of things are going to happen based on whatever your motives are, whatever your emotional state is. Pretty far into the future, pretty far being like a couple of, uh, you know, you can really only 
predict about 10 minutes into the future, if, if that, based on this. But you can predict, you can uh, find the implications of this. These judgments. In a very, like, even, even in a very generalized way. And still realize, wait a second. Like, if this continues uh, in the way that this is continuing, if it's not stopped in some way, or if it's not halted or dealt with in some way, it's going to lead to eventual violence and division. And that's important to understand here. And so we, we have to make the choice between order and chaos. It doesn't mean we suppress our judgments. It means we see them, we ignore them, we realize that they're not helping us. Or we realize that they're not necessarily going to be accurate. And they're not necessarily something that's true and so on and so forth. And then we look at the their motives for doing whatever it is that we didn't like. And if that's not enough to do it, you know, you have to calm yourself down. You have to t- detach. Peace, peace is the great neutralizer. It's a very important phrase. And so, when dealing with judgments, we have to understand what's happening here in a very neutral way. And how do we do this? It takes some time, it takes some work, it takes effort. Um, and if you cannot do it right now, then forget about it this episode. And focus on your peace. Focus on getting peace. And staying within your peace. As much as you can. And, you know, you can work a little bit on understanding interpretation. You know, looking at why, like, looking at... Um, trying to figure out if what I'm saying is right about it. You're, you are interpreting things versus actually seeing things. Um, um, and eventually you may find a moment where you, you judge somebody for, for like a half a second or a second. And then you realize, whoa, what am I doing here? And then you you actually realize that this judgment is not helping and it's inaccurate. It's not helping you find peace, especially. That could be a motivator as well. You have this judgment and you go, wait a minute, this judgment is keeping me from peace. How do I deal with this? And maybe I should, if, if it's really bothering me, maybe I should try and see through the person's eyes, so to speak. By inferring based on their actions, not based on our judgments, what their actual motive is, based on what they're saying and what they're doing and whatnot. And, you know, maybe based on our past as well. Maybe we've done something similar in the past, past or whatever. And that's also very important to understand and uh, to remember as well. And this is what detachment is for. This is what peace is for. This is what silence is for. 
it keeps us from becoming stuck in the programming that runs our minds. Because it is really like a programming. Because it's all based on past understandings, past logic that we had, past motives and, and, and whatnot. And there's all kinds of past. That's why I say that your mind is only made of past. I've always said this. Well, not always, but most of the I made an episode about this, like, a couple of months ago. For a purpose. Um, and so, one of the things that you will notice when you do a judgment, when you find a judgment in yourself, is that if you start realizing that this judgment is not helping you, is in fact hurting you mentally or whatever, especially if you react against this this person, you know, verbally or whatever. Then you realize, what what can I actually do? And then you, you say, oh yeah, that's right, this is what David was talking about. He was talking about trying to see things through their personal view. Doesn't mean their personal view is correct either. It just means it's just another way of seeing things. Or I can go and calm myself right now. And realize that this judgment is not you know real and it's not helping me. It's just an interpretation of reality based on my previous, you know, motivations and rights and wrongs and do's and don'ts and stuff like that. Because that's really what a judgment is. It's a, it's an interpretation of reality based on your rights and wrongs and do's and don'ts and shoulds and shouldn'ts and oughts and ought nots too. Um... You know, there's, I've, I've talked about this a little bit as well, but, uh, you know, art is life. Um, talked about how judgment is just a, a concern. And what it is really is a, is a concern for your um, position being violated in some way. And that concern comes out as anger or whatever. So there's often, like I said, a, a sub-label, a sub-level to things that is, you know, there's the first label, level that is the judgment and the anger, and that sub-level is the concern. That's basically what it is. It's, it's a, why this, but the sub-level is why, the, basically what your judgment like is meaning, like for instance, if you're saying that this person is bad, uh, you know, the surface level is going to be also why, but the, the sub-level is going to be going deeper into this. You know, I make the example of, oh, he's a Republican before in the past where the sub-levels are, he doesn't care about people and things like this. And the sub-sub-level is he shouldn't be this way. I am concerned for other people and my you know, ideals. And so he should not be this way. This is wrong, this type of thing. 
I mean, it's not 100% a linear process, but it's, it basically works like this. And so when making a judgment, try and find that concern and try and find that concern within others. Like if they're doing something that you don't like and they're maybe they're getting mad or annoyed or whatever. You know, try and go through this process of finding their surface level and their sub-level and then their sub-sub-level. The sub-sub-level. And um, you might be surprised what happens when you do this. So, um, keep in mind that this process may be difficult, especially if you have a lot of emotional attachment to your particular judgments and ideas and whatnot. But think about the implications of this in your own life, in your own health, in your own mental health and concerning your own peace. And then ask yourself, what do I want more? This judgment, this anger, this annoyance? Or peace. Because peace is powerful. In some ways, it's, it's the most powerful neutralizing force uh, in, this, in the arsenal of spiritual growth and development. It brings and helps you bring detachment to what you're doing. And silence, what silence does is it removes the, the negative energy that comes from these judgments and, and programmings. So peace and silence are very important and should be in your daily repertoire of things to do. And um, you know, I've talked about how, how to make silence in the, few, in the in past episode. You know, just put a little bit of gaps between thoughts. You know, kind of like this. Kind of make the gaps wider and wider until you are peaceful because silence brings peace and peace will bring a, a bit of silence. At the very least, silence brings detachment. So, anyways, 
This is David Speaks. And uh, I'll talk to the next one.